stingy, the word stingy is an adjective and it qualifies a person. That is people that are unwilling to give. How do you know a stingy person? I wrote down some things here. This is the question. How do you know a stingy person? Number one, they don't buy gifts. They never buy gifts. gentleman called me out of frustration that can I imagine that he's at work the wife will call him that the fuel in the generator has finished that the fuel is just 1,000 naira. he opened a shop a supermarket for this woman that the woman will always be complaining that they are not making money yet you know she's a 1,000 naira that she will call him in the office that finally that so he was now like should i leave the office and then come home to buy 1000 naira well that there are times it is in the office just a text message gas has finished like i should buy gas from the person supplying gas why can't you call them because she wants you to send money she's tired he is absolutely tired so I asked him, I said, do you have an idea of how much your wife makes? And he said a whole supermarket gave to her and the supermarket fully furnished with air conditioning, the plasma TV is playing. So sent me a picture. She has staff, she pays salary. I said, ah, I know that 1,000 Naira. That's to the extent of DSTV subscription, not, not pay for... Uh, explore that the small DSTV, the small one. I think that the subscription is probably two five or something like that. That no, she will wait. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot be with a stingy person. Why? Because you will end up playing the role of both parents. You would always have to augment everything. You would augment food, you would augment rent, you would augment school fees, you would augment clothes, children's clothes, clothes. Uh, you would augment any medical, any emergency medical issue that you would because they will never have. And it always puts an extra strain on uh, relationships. Now, this is the issue. Stingy people always make their spouses available for adultery. Let me rephrase. Stingy people always make their spouses available to others to poach. This is how it happened. Let me give you an example. There was a lady who, you know, she's been my very good friend for a while. And she called me. She heard me on the radio. 
she contacted me and told me her story. It was terrible. This woman had been right from the age of 17. You know that the, the man took her and, you know. So she wanted to come over to my office on a particular matter and we would, we would be talking and I would, um, at times I'm not around. And so one day I, I looked at her DP and I, emboldened it. I said, ah, is this the way her hair was? Because it was natural. It was said, yes. I said, ah, uh -uh. fix this thing. She said, ah, when children have not eaten, when this one has not uh, done this, when, when that one has not done that, you understand. This hasn't happened. That one has not happened. I've not eaten. I've not, it is hair. I said, okay, fine, fantastic. So, uh, when she now said she wants to come and see me, I said, don't bring this hair to my office. Yeah, you know, I was joking. I said, you don't come to my office with this hair. And I now sent 4,000 naira to her. Now, if you're coming, just fix this hair. And she picked up the phone and now called me. And she was in tears. I said, uh, what happened? Uh, Madam Udrak, good evening. She said, no man has ever given me a dime to make my hair. That nobody. So, you know, the hair is there because, you know, I mean, I said, uh, you've been married. You have how many children? Four. Nobody has ever, you know, like, just take add to this. No. And, you know, she cried. It became an emotional moment. So she went, she, it was just to, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? It was just to, whether plate, did you? And, you know, she now did herself, did the hair, did, it was some years back. And then, you know, she came to my office. And when she came to my office, she was smiling. She said, how do you like my hair? This, that, that, she turned. Is it okay? Do you like it? You know, I could, what would happen if I was a man that wanted to poach on her? She was saying, you like my hair? I would just say, okay, I, I know that somebody that nobody has given money for hair before. If I say, okay, let me take you out to lunch, whether even if it is 1,000 naira meat pie, be, is it a sweet sensation or whatever, 2,500 naira at least, we'll have fried rice and chicken. I know that would be another another issue. That would be another issue. And before you know it, she would just be like, this man does for me, what no. And if I want to walk into her mind and now, you know, we start having an affair, both of us having something, it will be easy. It will be easy for me. It will be very easy for me. When you are stingy to your spouse, you make them available to other people. For example, I have a, a dear pastor of mine. Whenever he has money, you know, he's a full-time pastor. He used to be a fantastic elect, uh, electrician. You know, he uh, all those people that do the wiring of houses and 
he used to, my father only used him. So he became, he was a Muslim, he became a Christian, and then, you know, a pastor. You know, those people are always hot, those ones that are usually Muslims before. And he bought, you know, the wife said she wanted to do, um, what's it called, frozen foods. He bought the freezer, he, you know, with the little he had, he bought the freezers and whatever, gave her money, started off in business. I, you know, the freezer will be shining like this. Then the man called me one time. He said, do I know that while he will be on the pulpit preaching, his children will come in and an usher would approach and tell him that his children said they are hungry, that they've not eaten. And he will be on stage and then tell the usher, to say, let them go home and meet them, that, that there's no food in the house. The mother said, you know, every time the mother would just, she couldn't even feed them. And this man is someone that is always in church. It's not as if he has a salary, you know, he's dependent on the, on the goodwill of others. And after a while, you know, he would pay their fees, he would pay the rent, he would, that there was no help from this woman. So one day he got angry and went to the house and said, he wants to know, is it that the business I opened for you is not yielding anything? Is it that you're not making money? So, you know, he removed the plug from the, that let us know that this frozen uh, food is not, you are the, ah, that is not making money. You know, he went really crazy that day. That you cannot even give children 200 naira to buy food. You'll be sending them to me in the middle of the crusade. You know, it would affect his sermon because, I mean, the children would just be, Hungry. Even he, as a pastor, he would be in church, you know, and it was not that she would say, hello, um, send this food to my husband. No. But whatever he has, he drops in the house, and he attends, will, not, will end up not even eating. She will cook, eat, and whatever is left. So, he had, his first daughter now was in the university. Is it university or polytechnical? So anyway, the, he had been struggling to pay and it remained about 30-something thousand and um, it was now getting towards exam period. So they had said, if she does not complete her school fees, she would be excluded. So the man was just going, he was looking for 30-something 30, thousand, he was just... So he was invited to this particular church in Ibadan, and when he got there, you know, he finished, you know, the throughout the crusade, he was not happy because the daughter. So there's a lady that, you know, usually they know, the, you know, it's a CAC church, so they know themselves a great One of the ladies now came and said, what's wrong? That they noticed that he wasn't the cheerful self because he's a cheerful person. And he kept quiet. He said that, his daughter's exam will start in four days, and he has not been able to raise money. And the woman said, ah, why? She now, you know, just asked for his account, and he was just a little distracted. She went and brought the money, cash, and gave him. You know that he told me that he has never seen that before, that a woman will give the wife, ah, so he was asking her, what was this for? Because he couldn't believe that a woman would just give him money like that. He said, you should hurry up and go and give, send the money to her. He rushed, he sent the money. He didn't know what to say. After the crusade, he waited 24 hours again. 
just to be thanking this woman. And the woman will be like, ah, that, um, you know, the prayers and what you do for the church is really... And while they are talking, the woman will ask that, as you are, please don't say that you are fasting. No. The crusade is over, that, you know, his saliva is still dry, that he hasn't eaten. Ah, he said, well, and let's leave that for God. The woman went, cooked. Cooked a feast for you know when he opened it and saw a jackica saw meat he said the first remove that is clerical and looked at the woman you know what his wife never does in the house that he sat down he ate and his his soul prayed for the woman and that was the beginning you know when he went home he could no longer look at his wife the same he, he, he just could not look at his wife the same and after a while, every time before you know, he's gone to Ibadan. He's gone to Ibadan. Before we knew it, the woman had gotten pregnant for him, gave birth. You know, the issue was he's a pastor, but he did not care. He said, you know what, that people that will help his destiny is what... And, you know, eventually, after a while, the woman in Ibadan took ill and died but she had given birth to a son for him. So it was a secret affair before because of his position as a pastor. But then he now called me that uh, there's nothing that can be done. That boy, that son will not suffer, that he will bring him to Lagos. And, you know, he was willing to tell everybody, this is my son. I had an affair with a woman. Uh, this was the reason, this was what happened. He wanted to go into full confession mode. I kept quiet because, you know, that was the honorable thing to do. But, you know, he, but the reality is, you know, what will happen to your priesthood, your, your church may be taken, you know. Uh, he said he didn't, he didn't mind. And, you know, he just went home and told the wife, so, 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 he has a child. And the wife went into a fit. Yeah, this is this. A whole pastor. She raised so much. Those people came around. And when he saw that the crowd, you know, she wanted to start saying, ah, he's having an affair. He's just, he just said, there's no need for everybody that he will announce into that everybody should come to church tomorrow for tomorrow morning or so. And he said he had something to say. The whole church was full. And he said, so, 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 and so, and so, and so happened. And it was because I have a wife who has never supported me. That in this church, I will be lying down hungry that the wife will not even, because he doesn't have means of income. That the little money that he has, immediately he goes to the house, the rent, the children's fees, four children. That the wife never, that the little, someone gave him a gift, he bought a freezer, bought everything to establish the wife, that one couple, that he now met one woman. It was 30 something thousand naira that caused it. And he knew his wife had the money. But her own daughter, he refused to give him money for her own daughter to balance the school fees. So, uh, the long and short is that the affair resulted to his son. And I know I have prayed to God for forgiveness, and but that son, he would not. Do you know what happened in church? 
people got up, walked to the altar and hugged. People were hugging him, tapping him. That he shouldn't worry. You know what an old woman said? An old woman now told, pointed to the window. The wife was sitting in front. That the, an old woman now took the mic and pointed to the woman. That did I not tell you that this man will not eat? That some of us will go and buy bread and uh, beans for pastor to eat because you will not. And you now you are now blame, blaming him. Is he not a man? I was shocked at the reaction of the congregation. There was no single condemnation. Everybody, Ashe people, had noticed the attitude of the wife. She was rude. She was mean. She wasn't helpful. And people said, you should bring this on and let them see pastors new to the shame of the wife. Uh, the wife said, no, this church cannot hold. This church cannot hold. The man brought the child, brought to my house. It was awesome. I said, you know, I welcome them. What would you do to an innocent child? But the mother was late. What am I telling you? By being stingy, you make your spouse available to others. 